Welcome, everyone. We are back for another episode of Unconstrained Conversation. This is episode number 30. I can't believe I have been doing this for about 30 weeks now, starting in early April. Today, I'm taking you on a fun journey to Margaritaville Hotels and Resorts, a 20-plus hotel collection of fun resort properties in the United States. As the tagline states, Margaritaville is more than a place, it's a state of mind. But what is the state of mind of Claudia Infante, Margaritaville's VP of Revenue Strategy? How has a resort and leisure-focused company like Margaritaville coped with the last few months? What opportunities have materialized and what are Claudia's strategies going into the winter? Plus, hear about an exciting new initiative called Thrive Women in Travel, which Claudia and colleagues have launched to help reduce the impact of COVID-19 on women's career progressions. Enjoy my conversation with Claudia, and as usual, do not forget to subscribe. All right. Welcome back to the Unconstrained Conversation podcast. Uh, episode, uh, whoever cares, I don't even know what episode it is anymore. We've done this now for many, many, many months. And um, as everyone knows who's been listening to this for the last uh, six months or seven months, we always have some very exciting guests. And today we have not just an exciting guest, but we have a very fun guest who works for a very fun company, Claudia Infante, who is the um, head of revenue management for Margaritaville. And I'm not going to ask you to sing on this episode, Claudia, but uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I, I, I've never said no when someone dares me to do something. So, you know, I, I could end up singing. You never know. How are you? Thanks that for having me. That would be a first. That would be a first, an uh, absolutely first for us. So uh, maybe yeah. we'll come back to that later. <laughs> I'm usually better when I have a mariachi band backing me up. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll improvise. I'm sure you have that uh, just around the corner from your office or from your home. <laughs> it's always Margaritaville over here. That's right. So how is it going at Margaritaville? How, how have the last few months been? Obviously, you're a very leisure-oriented company. Yeah. Um, how did your summer go? You know, it, it's been a really interesting uh, time for, for Margaritaville as a, as a company. We, we are, as you know, a, a company that is heavily involved in leisure business and leisure travel. Uh, we have we have 22 hotels right now in, in different parts of the United States, mostly very heavily on the East Coast. Uh, but Margaritaville, it really is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle brand. And, and so our, our brand expands um, beyond hotels to retail, to restaurants, to uh, real estate, to, um, you know, uh, consumer goods, foods. Uh, we have a we have a division of spirits and a beer. So, so technically, you know, you could basically spend your entire life in Margaritaville and never leave, right? So, uh, for us, this time has been really interesting. the 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 pandemic has affected us as as it has everyone. The market obviously has depressed, and 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 we have had to be very creative with how we retain our guests and, and how we retain our consumers, but also how do we, um, how do we go and find uh, new, new consumers, right? So um, depending on what areas of our company we're looking at and what, uh, what the location of our properties are, 
uh, it, it has been a really different response. So we have properties in uh, the in the Gulf Coast, uh, Biloxi and Pensacola mostly, that were not only affected by the pandemic, but also affected by hurricanes this season, mm-hmm. right? They were hit once, twice, sometimes three times. And so, and so those properties, of course, have had a, a much rougher summer. Uh, and then we have a collection of uh, three properties in, in Tennessee in the mountains, in the Smoky Mountains uh, National Park very nearby that have just absolutely thrived and killed every record that they had before they shattered it this year in terms of occupancy, ADR, uh, total revenue. It was it's just amazing. So, you know, as, as many of the other uh, companies that are heavily um, influenced, I guess, or, or heavily leaning towards the outdoors that's that's kind of our 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 bread and butter as well our dna so so those those sites have uh those sites have done really well um and then some others have just been surviving right right i, I find it fascinating kind of because you mentioned the, the lifestyle business so you know I, I imagine you mentioned a lot of people might never leave margaritaville you can spend your whole day there yeah. maybe some people actually spend their whole life there um, right. And they actually do in the real estate, but um, absolutely, it, it, you're kind of in that in that sweet spot that a lot of uh, hotel companies are trying to get to, where you just have a variety of avenues to get to your customers and pull revenues in, depending on what their needs are. And has that have you seen that kind of changed over the last six months? Um, uh, do you feel you kind of uh, successful a of, of of understanding how your consumer behavior has changed? or the market behavior has changed and then tapping into that changed sentiment um, with, with all these different opportunities that you have? Absolutely. There, there has been, um, there has definitely been a shift in the market, right? There, there has been a shift in the priority of the guests. Um, not every guest is now driven by, by not only by price and availability and the location of the of the place where they're deciding to stay, but they're also now being driven by the safety, right? The cleanliness, the security, mm-hmm. the, the reputation of the of the establishment that they're selecting for their vacation. So um, you're right, we are a very diversified company. We have many, many different ways uh, to, to interact with our consumers and our consumers can find Margaritaville pretty much anywhere. So, so, so we do have ways of, of being out there and being present with our loyal fans. Um, but then in terms of, of our guests in the hotels, one of the one of the things that we did very early, and I think that was one of the one of the um, assets that that carried us through the summer and through the through the really difficult months um, of of the shutdown was we got really busy very, very quickly. As soon as we were closing the doors of the hotels to 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 kind of deal with the pandemic and deal with the shutdowns. Um, we started working on on what our guidelines would be for opening. So we didn't wait a single day to to start thinking about opening. We started doing it like in the moment. We did a bunch of uh, seminars over March, uh, the last two weeks of March and the first week of April. We did a bunch of seminars and webinars with our um, hotels, with the GMs, with the housekeeping teams, with the operations teams, with the F&B teams, and started kind of collecting all these information and all these guidelines for our properties to to apply and to be successful right to be ready for reopening as soon as the doors or as soon as the regulations allowed us to do that and so that to me i think was the 
number one uh, uh, protector, if you would, of the brand, right? Because it allowed us to 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 be very ready by the time by the time it was time to reopen, and we were allowed to do so. The other thing that was also uh, key to our success is we made some changes immediately on our. Uh, quality assurance programs. So one of the things we did, for example, is in all of our exit surveys and all of our guest uh, feedback forms, we included a uh, a metric for how how well did you think your room was cleaned, or or how clean was the property? Right? Did you feel that you were safe? Did you feel that we were offering you a clean environment? And that immediately gave us a boost on our net promoting scores, and and it gave us a boost on our quality assurance programs. It gave us a boost on all of our ratings in different places, right? Whether it was TripAdvisor or, or Expedia or 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 even you know Yelp, um, and so that I think helped us um, navigate the the very difficult decision of of guests to come back to a to a hotel and it mm-hmm. made it easy for them right because if they went looking yeah. for 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 reviews then then one of the things they found is that we took we took the cleanliness very very seriously and the safety of course of of our guests and our staff yeah, and you're talking about one of the things that I'm really passionate about it that I've talked about in the last few episodes, which is kind of the data, right? And you mentioned the, the, the net promoter scores and, and mm-hmm. how you're collecting data, how you were proactive. So, so as a kind of a revenue leader or revenue, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, revenue leader, um, the last few episodes, I've had quite a few people on, on the show where we talked about the, um, the need to dig much deeper into data than ever before and really dig into the segments and dissect the segments and throw out your old segmentation and, and re kind of reestablish or re, rebuild your complete um, your segmentation and targeting um, of your customer base because as you mentioned needs have changed right health and safety are, are, are number one and I've seen some research that shows that price is now actually the fourth the fourth most important item where it used to be the number one now it's number four after after safety uh, distance and relevance. Um, yeah. But how have you have you you know rebuilt or rejiggled your market segmentation? Have you found new ways to address uh, um, um, address or 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 impact customers, convert customers? Um, do you look at your market or your 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 potential market differently than before? Um, there are some market segments on our on our properties that have definitely been impacted and mm-hmm. and have and we need to think about what 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 permanent change looks like as opposed yeah. to as opposed to like the the temporary changes we've made right because yeah. obviously in during the pandemic and during this time we know that groups for example or events are nowhere to be found right the events um uh group segment in the in the event segment has significantly shrunk across the entire industry and it's not in this and there's nothing we can do about it right there's no controls that we can put in place to be able to grow that or or bring it back because it's, it's mostly regulation. Yeah. You know, that, that goes along with the government rules and the and the regulations to, you know, keep events to under 50 people or whatever the number is, right? So we there's nothing we can do about that. Um the other segment that has been heavily heavily affected, I believe, and will continue, I think, to be one of the the risky segments that will that will affect the industry as a whole is a corporate segment, right? The corporate traveler. Absolutely. Um, for us, corporate travelers are more of a 
more of a nice to have as opposed to a must have because we are for the most part a, a, a very leisure driven company right leisure driven brand um, not nonetheless we do have a couple of properties that are powerhouses in terms of groups they have a lot of groups and, and an interesting thing that we found though is that the pandemic brought a different, almost a different season on top of the seasons that we had always had. So it's not just about changes in the market segments, it's also changes in the seasonalities of the properties. So some mm, of our properties that, yeah. that you yeah. know, yeah, some of our properties that considered, you know, June and June and for example, June and August or June and September to be very group driven because you know kids are still in school and and you know you have you have people that are now kind of traveling for work and they're doing all these events and rates are lower you know for all these groups that come in masses those people were not traveling the groups were gone and so they were able to expand again their 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 leisure market and with kids not being in school a lot of people took trips very early in the summer or very late in the summer. There was a couple of initiatives even called like eternal summer, right? And so and so people were traveling with kids. Well, I mean, they're traveling right now, right? Yeah, well into right. that. So, so that I think has, has brought a completely different segment that we were, I guess, jokingly a little bit calling bleasure, right? <laughs> Business and leisure combined. Um, we've seen some of that happen across our properties. Some of our properties have put together programs where, you know, you come in and you stay in a suite. They give you a suite with like a, like a heightened um, internet bandwidth so that you can work from, from the hotel. But the family is there. The kids are there. The, you have a suite and you can go to the pool and work from the pool or, you know. So if we've tried to kind of adapt, I guess, our offers to a non-existing segment. We we what <laughs> existed. And it's it's the only reason we're finding it is because people are asking for it. So yeah, I think yeah. this time is is definitely gonna give us an opportunity to to look back on the data and see things that we were missing before. I think a lot of times because we're in such a rush all the time to get things done, we don't always take the time to take some risk. And say, okay, what if we don't do this this year, and we just continue doing, or or we, or we do something completely new, right? That was mm -hmm. never the option. Now, knowing what we know, seeing how things have changed, and like how even the leisure market has completely toppled over the corporate market segment, I think there will be more opportunity to be a little more innovative and and take a little more risk. So that's that's an interesting data data little nugget that I'm keeping my eye on. Right, and, and if you ever build a Margaritaville school, count me and I'll teach here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we have a program called Margaritaville University, and it's not a school, I don't want to confuse you, but we do have ambassadors across uh, across 150 campuses of, in the United States that, that, you know, live the Margaritaville lifestyle. So if you ever want to hang out with a bunch of students that are a ton of fun to hang out with, let me know, and we'll we'll do a focus group or something fun. Absolutely. Well, I can imagine with all that virtual schooling and virtual, you know, colleges that uh, you you would be perfectly positioned to have a uh, Margaritaville campus, uh, you know, opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Right we actually right. have had we've had that. Yeah, we've had that that program going on for about three years now. I think this is mm -hmm. the third year. Uh, and believe it or not, we we have a hard. Um, what is it? Um, 
it's harder to get into Margaretaville University than it is to get in Harvard. <laughs> our students, our, our acceptance, our acceptance uh, percentage is about 6% versus Harvard, which is, I think, 9 So, uh, wow. yeah, we're, we're pretty hard to get into the program. That's brilliant. Okay. And, and how are you, so, so we've heard about the summer and your data. So what are you um, planning for the next few months? What kind of opportunities do you see as we're entering into winter? Uh, cooler, cooler periods for some locations. Obviously, you have a lot of yeah. um, kind of sunny locations that uh, that should be doing pretty well. But um, how are you, what's your strategy as far, as far as you can share that and how are you preparing for that? Yeah. So right now we are we're heavily focusing on on our on our current guests and making sure that they know what to expect when they come back. Um, you know, I heard one of your podcasts uh, and I can't remember who it was with, but he was saying how grateful he was that they centralized their reservations and their CRMs and all of those things when when the when the you know to go before the pandemic hit because they were able to make adjustments. Right. And, and that is one of those things that we have heavily utilized is, is the communications team in our in our company is amazing. And we have done a lot of work in communicating to our guests and making sure they always understand what what they can expect. Um, I think that one of the advantages that we have as a brand being a well-loved brand in, in the in the United States, mostly, but but in general, in the public is is people trust us people want to be in margaritaville there's there's no you know there's no passport required so mm -hmm. every time you get here you have a good time and so so for us really the the season coming up is more about maintaining the engagement uh, continuing to to take care of our guests our loyal guests and then the ones that are that are now becoming familiar with Margaritaville because let's face it, the, the pandemic also threw another wrench into the into the global um, tourism and, and it made everybody a drive-in destination, right? So for us, uh, a lot of people that already knew where we were are, are rediscovering and, and coming over, right? There's there's not a whole lot of uh, going international. So more people are staying in the US and, and we are, we're just making sure that they know uh, what to expect when they get to Margaritaville. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, um, I know you're involved in a few other things um, kind of that you're excited about um, outside of your kind of day-to-day -day job of making sure Margaritaville is as fun and as profitable uh, as possible. Um, tell me more about that. Yeah, so so this is really exciting and, and I'm, I'm so thankful to you for allowing me to do this. This is a shameless plug, if you would, but... Um, <laughs> I just got invited to participate and be part of a of an initiative called Thrive Women in Travel. Um, it's a group of women that that have worked in the travel industry. Most of us have been around for a long time, and we obviously have all of our you know most of our friends and, and acquaintances are from the travel industry, right? And so we have seen that the pandemic has been disproportionately unfavorable to women. Um, and, you know, there's plenty of studies and plenty of research out there that, that show how, how much more uh, women have been affected by this pandemic in terms of their careers. And so we decided to put together an organization called Thrive to help these women that have been um, forced, if you would, to make different decisions with COVID or have been laid off or furloughed or, 
whatever, you know, whatever the, the circumstance, um, we want to put an organization together. We just formed it um, to have mentors and mentees. And so if you are in need of someone to give you some pointers on where to go with your career and, and, uh, and you know, you need help maybe looking over your resume or, or learning to do better public speaking or whatever it is that you may need help with. Uh, we're putting this organization to to help women, and we have a day of impact right now um, set up. It's, it's a it's a virtual event, and we have it uh, set up right now for January 26, 27, and twenty eighth. Um, so, if you're interested, go to www.thrivewomenintravel.com. Okay, so if somebody's interested, um, obviously a great initiative, and I absolutely agree. Obviously, with the um, the, um, the, the industry being hit so hard, um, women and, and other groups have been hit harder than uh, you know than others. So I'm really appreciative that uh, you and and I guess a few others have uh, put this group together. That's really really exciting. Um, so if somebody wants to contribute, um, how do they get in touch with uh, uh, with people to be become a mentor or or need a mentor yeah. need a mentorship or mentee? Is that contact you or go yeah. on the website? Um, There's go tons on the website of opportunity and... to participate. So you could mm-hmm. you could do it in either way. You could be a mentor and and you know help us raise funds, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, go to womenintravelthrive.com. Uh, we'll have a we'll have a button in there to to donate. The website goes live tomorrow, so we're super oh, excited about it. So yeah, okay. we're we're kind of doing we're kind of doing a little bit of a sneak preview here, um, and uh, and yeah, if and if you want my contact details, by all means, uh, Klaus, feel free to include it in the notes. I know you always keep notes on your episodes, uh, so so yeah, please put my contact name in there. I we want to make sure that we can help as many women as possible. And if you have some time or want to participate and contribute, by all means, let us know. We're we are an open group, and we want to welcome everyone. Brilliant. So, the, the, because we're recording this on November fourth, so the website at the time this gets released is going to be live already. It goes live yes. November fifth. We'll put your LinkedIn LinkedIn link or your link to a LinkedIn profile um, yes. um, on the release notes there, so people can contribute. And also the website, the mm-hmm. website URL. It's um, a brilliant initiative. Um, thanks, for, thanks for doing that, Claudia. As a question that I have here to wrap it up is. Um, what would be your recommendation for uh, for people that are listening to this? You're obviously in a leadership role um, for a medium-sized uh, hotel company, and you've mm-hmm. been pretty successful with other companies as well before. Um, what kind of recommendation would you give people that are starting out or are listening to this and saying, "Well, I want to be where I want to be where Claudia is. How do I get there?" Um, you know, it's it's really interesting in these times because everything that we thought we knew is kind of being thrown out the window, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, at least at least in the technicalities of it. So so the the funny thing I think that has kept and has remained is is um, is a very basic level of decency and humanity, right? We're all in this together. This pandemic is a worldwide pandemic, and we're all affected. If you're starting your career, make sure that you are keeping up with your contacts, that that people that you meet is, uh, you know, have a good impression of you, that you work hard, that you develop a good work ethic. There's nothing like that, right? People come and go, but people who have good good work ethic can fit can fit in any team. And and that that I I look for people in my for my teams to um to be willing to do a lot of work and to be willing to learn and know what you know, know what you don't know, 
and 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 be willing to to say, hey, you know what? I don't know. Help mm-hmm. me. You know, teach me. Um, and and you know, in the day of in the day of information that we live today, in the era of information that we live today, take some time to 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 cultivate yourself. Go find something that you don't know and learn it. Right. And and it doesn't have to be in your discipline. It could be in any other discipline. Especially in in the travel industry, there's so many different um, uh, branches, right, of of information, revenue management, distribution, connectivity, uh, operations, front desk, loyalty, CRM. I mean, there's so many things. So you know, if, if you're a learner and you want to and you want to grow, is you know, learning is usually the best way to to move your career forward. Yeah, what I hear there, what I hear there from you is curiosity, openness, right? Not 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 being afraid to admit when you don't know things. Go and ask, yeah. and, and obviously network as much as uh, as much as you can. And then Absolutely. if you don't have a job right now, you don't have a job right now. Upskill yourself and and develop the things that you always wanted to, right? And be and be will yeah, and be willing to and be willing to go to go where the work is. Because that's yeah. the thing. Sometimes I think we we get very honed in on. Well, I work in travel. Yes, but you know what? The travel is one of those industries that is so versatile that you can transfer those skills to a lot of other industries. Right? Healthcare. Uh, there's healthcare. There's insurance. There's a bunch of other industries that that have very similar um, uh, operations, if you would. Even if it doesn't look like it on the on the surface, right? You have to maybe dig a little bit, but uh, yes, you said being open and being curious is is probably one of the best things you can you can do. That's great. Well, I really appreciate you uh, taking your time out um, and and talking to Maria. Um, thank you very much, and thanks for sharing both the learnings from the summer and kind of the how the future looks for you and the company. So uh, thank you, uh, thanks a lot, and we'll make sure we'll we'll put thrivewomenintravel.com. Uh, as a link um, on the release notes and your contact details, and, and I wish you all the best for the for both the the, the professional and the non-professional uh, work that you're doing. It's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you, Klaus. Thank you for the invite. And by all means, uh, if you ever want to go to Margaritaville, let me know. Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> we'll, we'll be in touch. <laughs> it's a day. Thank you. Thank Have you. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you found this episode valuable for your own business circumstances. Check out the show notes, link to the episode, help more people in the industry find this podcast by sharing and rating, and don't forget to subscribe to the series wherever you listen to it.